Welcome back to the Definitely Not Qualified, Why Are We Doing This, Who Would Listen to This Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm Chad. And today we are here to cover Season 4, Episode 20, Episode 79, Memories of the Future of Attack on Titan. and we are bringing the energy today. We've gotten uh, a few comments saying that we've got low T. We got one comment, Chad's got really in his feels about it, so weird. Um... Yeah, don't be fooled by the energy. We're very, our brains are very fried. We don't know what we're talking about. Um, and we are low T. And you did have, you, yeah, we are low my T. My doctor said it's you know pretty normal for somebody my age, though. Okay, cool. I did steroids once when he was 14. And with that being said, before we get too far into it, I hear you've got something that you want to start off the podcast with? Oh, yeah, I wanted to go through a little recap. Um, All right, never done that before. Last episode was wild. Would you say this is a segment? This is a segment. I'm going to call it Chaz's Recap of the Week. All right. I've got nothing to do with this, so if it uh, either fails or flourishes, it's all on the shoulders of Chad. Let's see how it goes. It's not going to be very good, okay? But I figured we got to pay tribute. Uh First off, we didn't do a moment of silence last week for any of the fallen soldiers that we had. So we'll do that at the end of this recap. Um, Second... So much happened last episode. We're officially in the paths. It's we're officially in the paths, and it's almost like everything that happened didn't really. I wouldn't. I don't want to say it didn't really matter, but the end game is here. The brothers okay. have touched. They have. He caught his head. Okay, that's I saw what. It. That's we all saw that coming. Da-na-na-na. Da-na-na. It was yeah. on ESPN. Top for- five play. There was only one play that was better than that, and. Yeah, we're in the end game. So I, I wanted to go through a little recap of the little war that we had going on. All right, let's All right. Uh, do it. Do I need to do anything? What do I do with my hands? Do they uh, stay here? Or? Put them in your pockets. All don't, right, I'll put them in my pockets. Don't put the stubby fingers. Is on there the table. anything else that you need me to do during this, or is this kind of the Chad show and I just watch you work? Just smile and wave. All right. Well, don't do that. Keep your hands in your pockets. Good luck. Porco gets Marcoed. Porco sees older brother Marcel simping. Flockcock squad is getting swatted like gnats from Big Dick Jen Mag and Peek and her ass. Colt tells Zeke he's getting the Beast Titan. Please don't yell. Zeke laughs, then screams, while Falco then turns into old Slinky Neck, while Pixis gets one last gulp of Zeke's fluid to become the ultimate drunk Titan. Falco attacks his girlfriend's older cousin and tries to eat him. More energy. BDGM, Big Dick Jen Mag, shoots Zeke's nape and... And crisis is officially averted. FFF, future founder Flock, lives while the rest of his cocksquawk all dies. Armin, then Thunderspears, he does a beep bop, beep bop, beep bop, bop. The general, while Mikasa, does a reversal 9,000 slice of one of my favorite characters, Porky, R.I.P. Porco saves Gabby's cousin from old Sleeky Neck and slides down that long throat. Reiner then gives a good slugging to Mr. Friendly Nice Guy, and, uh... We're losing pace. You gotta keep up the pace. And Aaron does a Simone Bile flip out of his Titan. Reiner gives a good slugging to Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. I just said that. That's alright. You got the speed back, so people didn't notice. And Aaron does a Simone Bile flip out of his Titan. Jean and best boy, Connie, spears Gabby's cousin right when he almost grabs Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. Aaron runs, but is sniped by none other than FaZe Gabby Braun as his head does a Tony Hawk 720 aerial and lands in the glove of his big brother. And now we have entered the paths. Nice. I like that. 
Yeah, there was a many takeaways. First of all, uh, FFF uh, future founder flock I'll, that made me laugh. Also, you had a RIP moment there for Porky. If that's one of the characters you're trying to do a moment of silence for later, not happening. I will not stay silent. And how did you think it went? Uh, I shouldn't have repeated that line, but I had to keep the pace going. I thought it did okay. I thought I did all right. There. No, I thought it went good. And you can tell that, or I can tell that you put a lot of work into it, and that I appreciate. Yeah. I love when you put in some work for the podcast. Hey, if anybody hates that and you don't want me to do it again, say it. And when you say it, I'm going to do it again. Okay. My, my other um, take was that if we recapped like that, our episodes would be a lot shorter. Yeah. I think people would like it more if we just... Because uh, that is not how talking. this episode's going to go, because we definitely took more notes tonight than we've... Well, that being said... ...this half season. You, and you're exactly right. Um, well, tonight and last week... It's just one of those where your brain, it just feels like I've had the paths in my brain this entire time. That's what it feels like. I agree. But that being said, though, I think the moment of silence for our falling soldiers and comrades should commence. Should we mention the names? You mention the names because I'm thinking that you're trying to slide something by me. All right. We got the the flock squawk besides flock. All right. No. The flock cock squawk. Not a moment of silence. Name one character. (laughs) Frank. Okay, Frank no, was one of them. No, you made the name Frank. No, I swear Frank was actually one of he the He actually guys was, but he does not. I will not be participating in that moment of silence. You can. Future founder Frank. Okay, we got Frank. We've got... Well, you've got Frank. So far, I've got nothing. Porco. Porco, let's slide. He can get a receiving Porco's moment a good of silence. One. We've also got... And by the way, Porco died not in his Marley and Armband. Okay. Because you know why? Freedom. All right. Um, this guy's been on the Reddit. Freedom. Future, future freedom flock. No, there's four Fs. There's gonna be four. I'm going to keep adding Fs well, to Well, it's Porco. Name. Why are you saying flock? I don't know. I just like flock a lot. Um, Porky. And then we've got... Who else? After Porky... I know who it is. You're the one that's... Come on. Pixis. Oh, wow. Not who I thought you were going with. How about the cult that got his face burned off? Is that... He doesn't yeah, deserve... That's... So, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. All he was doing was looking for Falco. It's kind of sad for Falco. You know, I'll think about him a second in my moment of silence. But you're telling me you were trying to give a moment of silence to uh, Flock's squawk, but not Colt. All right, he's he's Falco's brother. My moment of silence this evening will be contributed to Porco and Pixis, mainly Pixis. Okay, and I'm gonna add Nile in there. I think Nile's pretty cool too. Nah, now nah, I didn't get one from me. All right, and, and Porky. is this still patent pending? Has that paperwork come through yet? It hasn't come through yet, but it is patent pending. All right, so no one fucking steal it because that paperwork's going to come through and we're going to sue your ass. And how do you want to start it? Uh, Commence to silence. All right. Three, two, one, go. Dude, what the fuck happened this episode? That recap was fucking terrible. You're never doing that shit again. Yeah, I, I am. No, that was fucking fuck bullshit. Yourself. Did you copy that from someone? I copy and pasted it off a Reddit website. FFF. That was terrible. Really bad job. Triple F. You gotta start doing better. Okay, triple F. And there we go. Moment of silence for the fallen comrades. All right. Awesome. Miss you guys. 
And uh, so eight minutes in, and, and, and also that was for you, Miss Argentina. We had somebody in the Discord say, "Wow, no moment of silence for any oh, of the fallen see, victims." I didn't see that, but I do love Miss Argentina on the Discord, yeah. so I'm happy to oblige in that moment of silence. We should have done it in Argentinese, though, in that language. So pay respects. Uh, eight minutes in, are we ready to get to the first minute of the episode? You think? I think we're ready. All right. Let's, well, actually, before we do that, how about some uh, general thoughts here? What do you think of the episode as a whole? Two thumbs up for me. Okay. Um, that was very general, so thank you. I think we're trying to get as many little little punchline jokes in because I didn't write any in my notes because I don't know where the jokes yeah. are. Yeah, i got to find the jokes. Okay, I, the We obviously rewatched this and take notes mm-hmm. after the initial watching. Um, I think I told you during the, the second watch. In my initial watching, I just had this uneasy like yeah. feeling in my body. For yeah. 20-something minutes. My first initial thoughts was, what is this Ebenezer Scrooge bullshit? <laughs> now, I enjoyed it all the way through, but for a large part of it, I was kind of wondering like, why they were showing it to us in the sense that like, it's kind of like Zeke is showing every, all of this to Aaron, but it's way more important and meaningful for Zeke. Aaron could yeah. not care less. We're going to get into it. Let's do it now. We start out inside the wall many years ago. Little chubby baby arm is uh, reaching for the sky and is crawling around in an absolute putrid shade of yellow. This yellow is a top five worst color of all time. Terrible. Yeah, do you think he just pissed himself? I mean, that's what it looks like. It does look like it. Looks like he's been soaking in some piss. (laughs) Well, I don't know about soaking in it. Well, (laughs) the whole thing's that colored yellow. It's a putrid yellow, and it looks like he's been soaking in it. Is he a cute kid though? Would you? Oh, he's a cute okay. kid. We knew that. We've seen him as a kid before, and he's chewing on Carla's hair. And just so chubby, a little yeah, chubby guy. Um, but yeah, it's baby Aaron. He gets picked up by Grisha, and then we see current Aaron and Zeke standing in the room, i.e., some Ebenezer Scrooge bullshit. Yeah. Um, God, I just gotta say this. Why is adult? Like twenty year old Aaron, one of the sexiest men in any oh my God, television so show. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's so and it's unfair because Zeke has got this you know island lost boy going th- on for him. He looks like the blonde Jesus, and yet he, he still doesn't even shine on screen next to Aaron. I mean, he's got a thick ass beard now. Look in some of the scenes; you can see like flashes of light. That's because during this, there's photographers to the side of the memories taking pictures. It's crazy. I also think it's important Aaron mentions that this is Grisha's memories, which is just kind of because Aaron's pretty much in all of them for up right, to a yeah. certain point. Um, so especially for that first half, the fact that that's Grisha's memories, I think were was a neat little line. Uh, Zeke comments on how happy and carefree Grisha looks to have been, even though he turned his back on a whole other family he used to have. And here's another thing, too. In this moment right here, if Zeke would have seen his dad when Zeke himself was a little baby, I'm sure there would have been great little moments between him and his dad. He's almost blinded, completely blinded by what happened, you know, later on. For sure. That he thinks that Grisha didn't have any good moments with him. And it's even interesting that um, Zeke started these memories all the way back this early. Mm -hmm. Because... You know, Aaron's brain was as much used as a potato. There was no, even if Grisha had started this early, it wasn't even going to be 
nailed into Aaron at least for a couple years. It's like you said, it's it's more for himself than mm-hmm. it really is for Aaron. It's like he's um it's like he's a little OCD. He's got to check everything. Zeke or uh so he's showing this to Aaron to show him how Grisha brainwashed and planted the seeds of nationalism into him. Uh, my note here says Carla's looking hot and oh boy was past Ronnie right. I'm going to refer to myself as past and future tenses many times just because I feel like yeah. it's the paths episode. I should. You should. And I've For example, watch this. Future Ronnie yeah. will be doing a count of how many times they just show a uh, a shot of Zeke with mouth agape. <laughs> Cuz it happens a lot of yeah. times, folks. I, I at one point I thought, "Oh, that's the still image that they used for Zeke the entire episode. He never yeah. had a different face. No. They just animated that one thing that put yeah. different backgrounds behind him. And so a- past Ronnie counted him. Future Ronnie's going to tell you how many times it happened. <laughs> okay. I-, I like to think, too, um, you know, there's got to be some memories that he probably doesn't want to see. Some of the memories that I personally would like to see are the Carla and Grisha bedroom memories. All right. Well, that's my lady. Don't talk about her like that. Zeke says he will show as many memories as it takes, and boy, is he going to try. It's not going to work out. They have an infinite time. He could look through every second of Grisha's life if he wanted to. Yeah, and we all know that thanks to the calling card later. It's a great calling card tonight. (laughs) Zeke says he, or uh, Aaron seems pretty subdued, while Zeke already mentions once again about how nice it is for Grisha to live out the rest of his life away from anyone who would chastise him for leaving his other son. Yep. Leaving his Daddy not only leaving his other son, but getting his family issues. turned into Titans. Uh Zeke's favorite song is Daddy Issues by Demi Lovato. <laughs> he just rocks that shit all yeah. night long. Yeah, if Zeke if Zeke was a modern guy, he would totally be into heavy drugs and probably a whore. If okay. he's a girl. Alright. Aaron is a few years older now, chasing a butterfly, yellow, yellow butterfly. Are you sensing a color theme? Yeah. Past Ronnie was on the uh, on the lookout for yellow after I saw those first two things, very back-to-back. Future Ronnie is going to tell you, there is no yellow theme. This is the okay. only two that I caught. The present, Chazzy, yeah. will tell you that. Well, it's not as fun when you present Chazzy, but all right. Will tell you that that butterfly... I believe it's the same one in the OP that is stomped on at the very end. All right. It looks like the same butterfly. It looks same, like the same you think, are you butterfly. claiming it's the same butterfly or the same species of butterfly? Could be the future butterfly. You never know. Didn't answer my question, but that's fine. Next one, we get Grisha taking care of a patient. Zeke says he used his job as a doctor to get close to those in power, to hunt down the king and steal the founding titan. Which, uh, I we mentioned this too, that's not, you would think especially for somebody that didn't have any memories of his past, well, the, the when he faked that to Keith back in season three, they showed us the flashback of him being outside the walls and he's like, I don't remember anything. Oh, okay, yeah. You would think like a guy like that, how is he going to climb the ranks as a doctor when right. he's a no-name? But we see that he probably has more modern technology to medicine he has more knowledge about it and that's how he cured the plague for carla worked his way up the doctorate's ladder yeah well here's a little funny for the people um 
Travis is actually working his way through the series, as we've mentioned in past episodes. And last night, you and I were actually going through the second part of Season 3 with him, where we saw that moment where Keith rides up with uh, Grisha. And we were cracking up, because Grisha's like, all I remember is my name and that I was a doctor. (laughs) And, you know, podcast Ronnie, I never turn it off. I'm like, yeah, he remembered that as Grisha in 12 years of medical experience. (laughs) But that's all he remembers. Doesn't know what he likes on a sandwich. He just remembers his name and 12 years of medical practice. We have fun. So uh, Zeke goes on to say, sure, if he slips up, it would be dangerous for his wife and child. But he continued, nevertheless. Do you know why, Aaron? Aaron says, very monotone, not about this at all. He says, because he's an asshole who tossed his family into a ditch to restore Eldia. I get it now. I was wrong. I never should have been born. I'm no longer brainwashed. Can we go home? (laughs) This is some terrible acting right here. I mean, he wait. He's like, I'll give it two memories, and then I'll just tell him I'm unbrainwashed. He's he's like, yep, I saw saw everything I needed to do. Can't believe he watched me chase that butterfly for that long. I was never going to catch it. And because of that, we get Zeke mouth agaped number one. Yeah. He's like, wow, this asshole really has tried to pull that on me right now. He, he was like, this is the fucking baseball all over again, you yeah. bitch. I'm not falling for it this time. Zeke says we have all the time in the world as he walks away. We're going to more memories here. We peek in for dinner time with the Jaegers. Finally, I well, get some right food before to this, review. Go right ahead. before this, I believe. I'm chomping at the bit. I, I believe. I don't want to be wrong. We get a, a quick flash, a quick scene of Hannes dangling booze in front oh, of baby Aaron. I, I've got that here. I think that's after the okay. meal. Um, so can I talk about the meal? <laughs> talk about the meal. I didn't have anything over the meal because... I just uh, ate and don't breakfast say before. Okay, well, that's fine. I, You know, I know my way around the kitchen. And I'm not a And this is really pig. one of the only times I get to see what kind of meal Carla prepares. And what do you know? Knocked it out of the park. Park. My girl. Looks like some chili or some, you know, yep. a hearty stew of some kind. What meat do you think's in there? Um, You know, meat not super prevalent inside the walls. But I'm sure she managed to do. It looks like she's definitely got some spices. Um, perhaps she threw in a little curry. It's not a, no, it's not like an Indian dish, but she threw it in there because okay. she's got she knows her way around the spices. But yeah, it looks like some chili, hearty stew, and here is the real icing on the cake: three different types of bread. Now I saw that. And My that girl's is the one a baker. Thing I caught. She's a baker. All right. No, uh, and I'm she's not a buying baker. that. She bought that. There's the local. The local oh. store is right down the street. Oh, okay. And she, I wouldn't even be surprised if she stole it. I could see her being one of those people. All right, yeah. Like, she doesn't have a sourdough starter on the counter right behind her. That's ridiculous. You're unbelievable. And then, yes, you were on the lookout for booze. Hannes has got some, and he's teasing little Aaron with it. I mean, that's that might be my favorite scene of the episode. It was really cute. It was cute because it's like, oh, it's Hannes, you know, he might be drunk enough to where you actually give some to him. <laughs> yeah. Then we get Grisha with another patient. This was one of my favorite things that we kind of connected mm-hmm. second time through. So we think it's Kenny's dad, right? That's what we. That's what decided. we're gonna go with. I don't think we got the full view of him, but yeah. And we didn't see him a lot. It was a hard angle. The reason we've come to this conclusion is when Grisha walks out, Kenny's guarding the door. All mm-hmm. right, it's not Uri. Yeah, it's not Uri or uh, or Rod. So. And the ultimate thing 
that led me to believe that that was what was going on is, as Zeke says, Grisha used the fact that he was a doctor to get close to those in power to find the king. The very next scene we see is Grisha has found the Rice family hideout. Yep. And some way through Kenny, whether Kenny did it on purpose or not, or that's until I'm proven wrong, that's my head cannon because I like it. And we do know Kenny's one of the only people that actually knows about the hideout because mm-hmm. he's he's essentially one of maybe like a couple bodyguards that actually guards him. Exactly. Um, and when he does find this hideout, though, the looks that Aaron gives throughout this entire episode are chilling. Aaron, to me, might not be a very good guy. All right. Okay. Yeah, Aaron I'm going to go out and say that. Aaron seems shocked that he found it this early. Zeke's shocked too, but this is the first time that Aaron showed any emotion at all through basically any of these uh, memories. This is the first time Aaron showed emotion for like all of season four almost. We can see Grisha clearly nervous. He's sweating bullets. And it's at this time, you know, they're like, he doesn't do this until years later. He found it this early, all that. If there's one thing we know about the history of the Attack Titan, it's that it leads the vanguard, but also it is one hell of a procrastinator. Oh, yeah. And also, Zeke, too, is probably a little upset. Like, he's thinking right now, wow, he doesn't do this until 10 years from now. He literally chose to go be happy with his family for 10 years Mm -hmm. and to, to stall it. He's like, why couldn't you do that for me? And so, yeah, then we go back to Grisha at home sharing a big old hug with young Aaron, being with his family, Mm -hmm. as you say, clearly emotional. And this makes Zeke think back to his version of Grisha, who was looking at him, yelling at him angrily from across the table. Yeah, (laughs) which I have to think, I have to think when we originally got Grisha's thoughts on the whole Zeke situation at the end of season three. Mm Mm-hmm. We saw that it was skewed. He was like, why would my son do this? Like, he had no idea. His thoughts were kind of skewed one way. And I I have a feeling Zeke's thoughts are skewed way opposite the other way. And really, in the middle, it's like a path yeah. is where it all connects. Really, Grisha wasn't that terrible of a father. He probably had a few moments where he was a good dad. But really, to Zeke... He was a shitty father, but maybe not as shitty as some of the moments he portrays in his own mind. Right. A quick Ronnie story to help connect all that together, how this happens, you know, in our life too. My father, Lars, great man. He'll get in these moods. Everyone's dad does this, where he's just on one for no reason. He's mad yep. at me and my brother. Okay? Which y'all kind of suck, but... Back in the day, I used to work a job where I would work 3 to 11 p.m. Now, I wasn't in school. I was the type of guy, I didn't like waking up and just waiting for my shift. So what I started to do was I'd go to sleep at like 6 a.m., sleep until it was time to go to my shift. So I was keeping late hours. My family did not know this at the time. It was summer. Travis wasn't driving yet. We had both been sleeping in past like noon. And Lars, rightfully so, had had enough of it. But instead of mentioning it to us, he had enough of it. Snapped like a cannon, came down and said, boys, get out of here, okay? Yep. I don't care what you do, get go somewhere. House. I was the only one driving at this time, so I get my uh, brother Travis in the car, and what do I do? I go and park at the very back of a uh, grocery store parking lot. Travis is very confused. I'm just trying to lay back in the recliner and sleep, okay? 
what do I do? I send him all the way from the back of the parking lot to go get ice cream in the grocery store. Like a good brother would. Yeah, he does this. He comes back, okay? He sits in my car. The first thing he does is he looks at me disgusted and says, I forgot a spoon, okay? And I go, you're an idiot. Now, I don't drive him up to the front of the store. What I do is I stay parked where I'm at. I'm still trying to sleep. He gets out again, walks another half mile to the store to get a spoon. And when he comes back, and if you know Travis, this is the kind of thing he would do. He sits down. He pulls out a spoon, which happens to be a metal serving spoon that you would serve mashed potatoes with. I look at him disgusted said, why did you buy that spoon that had to be at least $5? He says, keep in mind it's a grocery store, people. He looks at me dead serious. He goes, it was the only spoon they had. (laughs) So I remembered this, and we were all laughing about it. I told my dad this story, and he said, he was shocked. He goes, you should have just told me that you were keeping, and I wouldn't have said anything. And I went, no, because I was Zeke <laughs> yep. in that moment. I saw you my dad Zeke. mad. There was no way I was saying anything. I was just going along with it. Whereas my dad saw it as, oh, he loved his sons. He just wanted him to get out of the fucking house. Yep. And I like to think you explained that to him, saying you were Zeke in that moment. And yeah. at the end, your dad just goes, who the fuck is Zeke? <laughs> <laughs> now, I was a little older. I didn't call the police on him and have him shipped away uh, to another island. But I mean, that would have been pretty funny. But I think you guys can see the parallels. <laughs> so, now we're down in the basement. Oh, yeah. Zeke talking to Aaron says he loved his second son enough to delay his restorationist mission. Yep. He says it seemed he learned from his past mistakes. However, you moved exactly how father wanted you to. This is how it is, ladies and gents. I have zero children, so please take my advice. The first child, you're going to make mistakes. Shit's going to happen. Second child, you're going to learn from them. You're going to do better, okay? Yep. And then... From my... Hey, you know how I'm telling you this? Future memories of my future self are telling me this. Oh, thank you for finally doing the future game with me. You're saying that's why you're so fucked up and your sister is timeless. I have zero idea what any of that just meant. Well, you were the first child, so that's why you're fucked oh. up. Well, no, not really, because my dad essentially had the memories of his future self. He did better with me. Okay. And then, yeah. That feels like it went off the rails. Thought you were trying to make a point. Guess not. Here we go. So, uh, this is the first really deep line where we had to pause and go, okay, what does that mean? Zeke says, the original you is gone. Sooner or later, you'll see. So my take was that Aaron was exactly what he want, or his father wanted him to him to be. Okay, All right. and Zeke is saying now whether it's sooner or later, you will turn to how basically I want you. The old you is gone. Ooh. We're gonna bring you around to my side. Okay. Did you have a take? I think my take at the time. I'm trying to remember now. Yeah. Um. My take was him saying, and you don't have to make anything up if you don't uh, know what you want to say. I don't remember. Okay, that's, and that's fine. That's fine. But my only request is that you don't try and fake hey, your way through hey, it. Hey, tell me. I'm going to say this to my future self. Why aren't you showing me everything? <laughs> All right. I like that. So, Grisha fell asleep with the picture of his old family out as he mutters, I'm sorry, Zeke. 
And that gets us Zeke mouth-agaped number two. Yep. He suddenly stands up, staring at Zeke, and says, Is that you? He looks around, sits down, and says, Don't be silly. That old bearded man can't be Zeke. This is just a dream. And back-to-back, Zeke mouth-agaped number three. Number three. And then just to finish the scene out before we talk about it, Aaron takes the horse by the reins and says, Next one, Zeke. Next memory as he opens the door. And this is where Aaron was trying to evade the, the situation. And I wanted your thoughts on why did you think he did this? I, God. And it, it's almost like he was like, oh, shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. We need to get out of here. Like how he, much do we talk about this here? And then how much do we just talk about it later when we get more pieces? We can talk about it later. That's fine. I mean, I, if unless you have something, because I really don't know. Th- what this to, is all I have. Like what I just said. Like I, he was just like, "Shit, I don't think that was supposed to happen." Let's. He's like, "It's time to bounce, Zeke." Okay. Six minutes in, we get the op. Uh, a little bit later than last week. Aaron is now nine, chatting it up with the future colossal titan. <laughs> you can just see it in his future as he's you know. Smiling with that goofy ass haircut. Uh, the future, hey, the future colossal and attack and founding <laughs> slash warhammer titan. <laughs> Zeke says Grisha loved you and let you grow freely. Zeke is shocked that Aaron was never brainwashed. And Aaron says, I told you this was pointless. We didn't have to go through all those years. Zeke says, In that case, why did you betray me? And this is interesting right here. This is very interesting right here. It's very interesting, but also it's so awesome that Grisha and his previous life on Marley tried so hard to get, get Zeke to think a certain way. He did absolutely nothing for Aaron, and Aaron thought exactly how he wanted him to previously. Well, the crazy thing sense. is, uh, this far in, you know, he's no longer a baby anymore. Zeke can remember when he was, you know, six, nine, like this. Yeah. And it would be a totally reasonable thing to see at this point in the episode Zeke's whole world starting to crumble around him because he has been, ever since he knew of Aaron, he's been of this mindset that Grisha's done the same exact thing with him. And now, that's the other thing. I don't know if I said it in my notes. Well, kind of. We saw the last thing of them in the basement, or Grisha in the basement, and then it's like, I think we're to believe that they went through another four or five year gap where they were pretty much going through every single memory and they finally got to the point where Zeke's like well this is if he's never going to start making this happen when will he ever when will he yeah he's like we're almost at the time when he gets eaten so so the fact that like Zeke's not just crumbling and being like this is what I believe the whole time is kind of interesting and it gets even more interesting here in a second you see here that Zeke he really did paint a picture of Aaron and had this whole thing about him before he even talked to Aaron. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty sad. He goes on to say, Your father told you nothing and made you inherit his titan, and yet you're fighting just like he wanted. Zeke asks, Why do you oppose the conflict? What were you planning to do with the founder's power? Well, oh, God, dude. Good I... question. Aaron says... I am who I've always been from the moment I was born. 
and they are now to the point where Aaron murdered the, murdered the creeps to save Mikasa, which gets us Zeke mouth agape to number four. <laughs> and this this is where the mouth agape to me is fully deserved. This is one of the best shots of the episode. Yes, because can you imagine nine-year-old Zeke pulling off yeah. this same stunt? Exactly. Holy shit. Between that and then the shot I was mentioning is you get Grisha looking pretty shocked because he's just walked into this in the door frame and then Zeke right behind him just being like who even is this kid like dude I think this is when he realized oh fuck I cannot let this guy have the power Ugh. Aaron says you've thought we were the same but you're wrong and this was my we're getting ready to get to a bunch of the quotes of the week this is the Uh, one that I'll choose there's at least 30 he says, rather than letting someone steal my freedom, I'll steal theirs first. It, this is some such deep, dark shit, but you can totally see where he's coming from. And I mean, especially in that situation. He's saving pretty much his, I guess, girlfriend slash sister, adopted sister slash one of his best friends from being, who knows what, tortured, raped, murdered. Yeah. He's saving her freedom pretty much. You can't really blame him for killing him, but the fact that a nine-year-old did this is just psychotic shit. I'd also like to apologize to anyone who can hear water rushing through the pipes. We're at the studio, but Chaz's mom always has to drive him here, and she, for some reason, is actually outside watering the grass in the middle of January. Yeah, it's 37 degrees outside. I I really don't know what's going on. We move onward. Outside, we see Grisha talking to Aaron after the incident. Up top, Zeke and Aaron... They're continuing to talk. Aaron says, my dad didn't make me like that. And this is where, uh, this whole chunk right here. Yeah. It's too long. This is the paragraph of the week. He says, you won't find the pathetic little brother you were hoping for in me, nor a convenient little brother to share your emotional scars with. All I see is a man who can't accept himself until he denies his father's wish to restore Eldia. A pathetic man still haunted by his dead father. Wow. God. And while he's saying this, we have Kid Aaron saying to to Grisha, I got rid of some dangerous animals. They just so happen to look like people. Zeke, he's walking towards all this. He's walking away from Aaron. Says, in that case, said man is grateful to his father. For his actions helped open his son's eyes so he may save the world from the threat of Eldia. In a way, it's the father who saved the world. Don't you think that's a bit ironic, Aaron? And then Aaron has come down the stairs, and we get him watching the moment where Mikasa has the scarf wrapped around her, saying, it's so warm. Oh, dude, this, this made me genuinely start to tear up. I'm not going to lie. You can see in this moment, he wasn't even, like Zeke was replying to him, he didn't care what Zeke yeah. had to say. He wanted to watch that happen. And that's when you know, okay, the owl saved Mikasa and Armin, what Aaron's true intentions really are. And as and a real bro, I got a Kleenex and handed it to you so you, did. you wipe your eyes. And what I'm kind of scared of is that's the only thing he truly cares about is good old Mikasa and Armin. Okay. Because that whole scene right there, you forget. And I, you, I feel like at the end of season three, is when you really forget how Aaron, he was always the, oh, I'm going to kill all the Titans. 
But as a kid, he truly was such a maniac. He was a handful. He was a maniac. Not even as a nine-year-old, ten-year-old. He was a maniac, of course, then. But just his training and when he gets to 14, 15 years old, that guy was insane. I would love to sit on an outdoor patio sipping a refined glass of red with one Carla Yeager as she told me what a handful it was raising that child and all his little outbursts. I know. It would be crazy. In a later memory, Zeke says, I have the power of the founding titan in my hand. I can carry out the euthanization plan at any time. And this is the big thing for me. He says, but I will never abandon you, just like Mr. Tom did for me. And my note is, why? He sees that Aaron's upbringing isn't at all what he thought. He's been seeing things that have got to scare him. But yet, is it just... Here's the only take that I could have. Is it just that he's desperate to have a little piece of family? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, think about Zeke's entire life. He's been lying to everyone. No, ever since he was a kid, Grisha, he's literally from Grisha's side. He was having to be like, yes, I want to be a ward. He goes to his grandparents. Yeah, I want to do this. Oh, it was really bad what Eldia does. He's just lying to everybody, getting brainwashed. But then when he gets older, he joins <clears throat> he joins Marley. He's a warrior now. He lies to all of his comrades, says he's really on their side. He never really has somebody that he cares about, and I think he's like, well, now that I actually have a brother, I can finally have one person in my life that I care about and he cares about me. And I think he is so desperate right now because he realizes, yeah, it's probably not going to happen, but he's, he's like, well, I've got all the time in the world. I'm in the paths. I'm just going to do it anyways. Yeah. He says, before I save the world, I want to save you. And does that even mean the same thing anymore? Because it's not from the brainwashing of his father. He's yeah. Just the brainwashing that Aaron instilled in himself because he was born into this world. He brainwashed himself. Back in the basement, Zeke watch, watches Grisha write the final line, Humanity has not perished in his book. He looks at the picture once more, closes the book, Locks the drawer as he looks up and sees Aaron. I mean, he stares right at him. Yeah. Doesn't say anything. And why does he not say anything? That's a question I am not prepared to answer, Chadley. (laughs) Uh, There's a couple moments in here that I hope next episode kind of addresses that I would like for next episode to address. I'm imagining that it probably will, but I don't know. Back at the house. Well, you know what I called this? Uh Uh-huh. This is, you know, remember what I said, this is like a DMT trip. I'm going to call this the PMT trip, the paths trip, okay? I don't this like is a that. PMT trip. I don't like that at all. Is that in your notes? It's, uh, it's and, don't no. tell me that's in your notes. When he holds the key. Don't okay? tell me I was typing all the important stuff. You wrote that in your notes, reread it, and were like, was like, yeah. I put, I put, when he, no, said on the air. Let me read exactly what I put, okay? All right. Grisha sees Aaron when he holds the key up, and we are now in the PMT trip. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right, all right. Pause, pause. As someone who, as we discussed last episode, has never swam in a vat full of orange juice with no pulp, what does DMT stand for? Do you know? That's a great question. (laughs) So then my question after that would be... Dream- if you don't know what DMT stands Dreaming- for. Dreaming. Oh, dude, I know it. I know it. Holy shit, I know it. Dreaming multiple timelines. 
paths, multiple timelines. That's exact, dude. Told you. Okay. I mean, what do you say to an explanation like that? I just, I would, I wish I would have looked over at you at that moment you typed that line in and reread it and was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to tell my past self to erase that one. So uh, back at the house, it's the moment Mikasa and Aaron come in from wood gathering from the first episode. Carla just slams Aaron, oh. gives her gives him the old, oh, you actually worked hard, Aaron, and then gives him a little ear pinch because she knows he didn't actually work hard. Mm-hmm. All Mikasa. And how, how cute is this, dude? I think this is the second time. Aaron has two moments in this entire episode with his family where you can see genuine sadness in him. It was the time with Mikasa, and it was this time right here. Yep, I love that. I love that. Cause old, even, old Aaron, sorry, old Aaron. Think about to... Uh, There's multiple Aaron. Think back to Aaron after, you know, he watched his mom die, and he was just yelling at himself like, why are you always such a little shit all the time? Mm-hmm. So it can't be good to be Ebenezer Scrooging and seeing that. Ebenezer, you know what I mean? You know what I mean when I say Ebenezer? Name one person under the age of 95 years old named Ebenezer. Name one guy over the age of 210 named Ebenezer. (laughs) Love it. Our dinosaur... I think that was on a Patreon episode, so I probably shouldn't talk about it. We have a new uh, mascot for the podcast. His name's Ebenezer. I put my vote I like it. All right. He's our paths dinosaur. Hey, you know, remember those dinosaurs running in season two opening? Oh, they're coming. Wait for them. (laughs) They're coming. So, Grisha, he's leaving uh, for checkups in the interior. Mikasa snitches on Aaron, says he wants to join the scout regiment. And that, how about that, gets us a Zeke Mouthagape number five. To hear all this yep. family drama going down. Aaron explains himself. Grisha well, stands up to leave. What? I, I'm just trying to think right here. I I wish Zeke would have said more about Mikasa. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, obviously he knows the Ackermans. He never saw Mikasa fight in season three or whatever. Right. He saw Levi beat his ass. But he's probably thinking, wait, this badass of a chick was your adopted sister? Like, I wish we had a little talk about that. Yeah, that I did too. Cool. Yeah, seeing his thoughts on Mikasa. Yeah. I actually would really like that. Good point, Chad. Wow. It's the first time you've ever said that. Grisha stands up to leave, and I don't know what to think. He's staring at future Aaron, present Aaron. What do you want to call this Aaron? I don't even know. Paths Aaron. Okay, he's staring at Paths Aaron as he's talking to old, young little baby Aaron. But he's not a baby. I don't... He's an age. That much I know. He's... Wait, this is right before... So he's 10. Okay, yeah. sure. This is right before the, the that, that day, right? That'll work. I mean, it is. I just, you know. I think it's the day. I got day. so, uh, listen, dude, you're right. Okay? You know what it is? It's that day. So you can quit, you know, showing your evidence because I think we all know you're right. I just got so lost in the past that I don't know what to call these fucking multiple Wait, editions of Aaron. This is when Grisha li- leaves to go to the royal family. This is totally that day. But he looks right in the eyes of Paths, Aaron, and says, I'll show you the basement when I get back. And little Aaron, 
who doesn't even like he's not paying attention to where his father is looking. He doesn't understand the concept of eye contact. Yes, it's just like really, Dad. Cool. So we yeah we went back to that episode to see what he was doing, but they don't show his face shot of when he says it, which is just crazy. And it, there's like, come on, how does that? The Do episode they released so long ago, they knew. Yeah. Are they just? Uh, do you think? Do you think that he really dude, wrote that far ahead, dude? I think he did, dude. I don't He's, know. Some of this shit is just too on point for it not to be. Just it's not a coincidence. But we went think. back and looked, and he's just all you see is the key and Aaron. So we don't know what he's looking um, at. Da, well, how disturbing is Krishna's face, though? How does Aaron? Not even just Aaron. How does Mikasa or somebody like what the fuck is your dad looking at? And I even had in my notes because I was like at that time. I was like, oh, that we're going to go back to the first episode. We're going to see where Grisha said this, looking at little Aaron. And we didn't, because I was already thinking, about, okay, here here goes Ronnie's you know, frustration. Because I took the basement scene with Zeke as something that definitely actually happened. But now they're going to show me back in episode one where he's looking at young Aaron. But they don't show me. So I can't even be mad because what is even going on? Yeah. And with that being said, it's your turn. So go for it. Good luck. All right. So, since it's that day. Hold on. Let me prepare myself for this PMT trip. That sounded pretty cool. I won't lie. When I said it, didn't sound that cool. When you said it, yeah. I I totally hit the nail on the head on that one. So, we got Grisha confronting the royal family. Um, This is the stuff that we've seen before. That we've originally seen where he says... I'm an Eldian, a subject of Ymir. I'm from outside the walls. And then it cuts straight to the calling card. And I'm all about the calling card, so well, I want to cover don't this. Fake about you know what? And here's the thing. I don't even need to say anything about it because everyone knows how big of a fake you are with the calling card. So go ahead and act like you're all about this. The coordinate. The place where all the paths intersect. Their time is both instant and infinite. The, the pod is just better when you respect the calling card. Let's go. PMT is what I got at the end. Nope. So we go back to Grisha. Grisha pleads with the king to defend the Titans attacking. Uh, Frida looks like she wants to. She's got that little urge in her. She's like worried. She's like, oh shit, is this really happening? And then she closes her eyes, opens them, and we see the purple founding Titan eyes. And... Nothing's ever come good with a purple-eyed. Well, that that was cool. I don't know about you. This was the first time I had ever been like connected the fact to the paths that almost the um, like the first king's will is is, is the is king. The, well, what? It's almost like <laughs> no. This is this we is were on how two I different wavelengths. This is how I took it. The first king's will is not necessarily that person, uh, just you know, overcome with emotions. It's like the king, the king's ghost physically takes over their body that's, in this moment. Yeah, that's. I don't is know why you saying? said. I don't know why you said the king, but oh. that is what I was taking okay. as. Yeah, it was like because we've never obviously we've only ever seen the Rice family with the purple eyes, or mm-hmm. so I was like, holy shit! When their eyes are like that, it's not that they're not there, but it's like the first king will is. Controlling. It's like they're about to go against it, and then he steps up in the paths, and he goes, "No, nah, give me that body. Let me say something real quick." Love that. Yeah. Freaking love that. And he says, "Well, she, he, 
the original, we'll just call it the king because Grisha addresses it as the king as well. But she says, we mustn't escape our sins. Judgment has to come. I realized something during the Titan War. We must not allow the power of the Titans to fall into the into the people's hands. If it falls into weak hands, the world will go into hell. We must accept our sins to save the world. And that's when it pans over to good old buddy Zeke. Where we get mouth agape number six. Thank you for setting yep. me up there. <laughs> and he goes, of course. I, he's like, this. I agree completely with her. Which then, this, this leads a little... A little beep bop beep beep bop in my head too i know zeke obviously what's happened in his past has led him this way but he has royal blood as well is that why he's kind of swayed that way even more it's almost it's like he he's got his own thoughts but is he even thinking like that too because he has royal blood I perhaps but he says yeah i agree with her but you know they die from grisha anyways he's like well it's I know what happens here. What can you do? He's like, I've... Can't change the past. He's like, Aaron, you want to bounce real quick? I've already... I've seen what happens here. <laughs> I've seen this one before. Zeke says to Aaron, you once saw this memory and said you were disgusted by it. As we get a look at Aaron, who has the meanest, muggiest face oh, yeah. he's ever given on this show. This guy is grimacing greatly. That was awesome. GG. GG. Grisha keeps pleading that, you know, my family is right inside the walls. You erase the people's memories, and now you think that the ignorant being eaten by titans is atonement? And then Frida says, no matter what we do, it won't bring back the lives that we've taken. No matter how much we repent, we can, we can prevent lives from being stolen outside the wall, it's us Eldians that need to die. Okay, and so this is where I thought the Rice family was super interesting because it's it, none of them step in to say anything when she's talking about this. And we know back in the past, Rod and Uri as young boys... Pleaded to their dad, right? Pleaded to their dad to put an end to all this. And it's like now with Rod being the father, Frida being under the first will, that they've all become some sort of fucking cult in their little suicide-packed yeah. outfits. I don't know what their plan is here. Like, they're hiding out from it. Are they just going to sit down here with each other until they all die off? Like, what? It, do it does seem like they're like, oh, they don't know where we're at. We'll just hide in here and let everybody else die and we'll live our lives like peacefully over here it's very disturbing and it's also i think rod at this point like you said when he pleaded with uri he's like oh i know this shit he's like i'm not gonna say anything to frida it's not gonna change anything i've seen it with my father i've seen it with my brother he's like well, then he's been going on for so long we know he buys into it yeah as he was trying to inject all historia but also we haven't seen Rod in a while. Anytime I see that character, just the way that they draw him, the way they animate him, it's... He's not the best looking. I cannot take him seriously. <laughs> well, hopefully he gets to live, though. That'd be awesome. Aaron then gets even angrier. I didn't think his face could get muggier. And he's the full embodiment... I put right here, he's the full embodiment... God, I can't say that word. Let That's me hard. say it one more time. Go for it. Full embodiment... 
of Mr. Deviant Devil Man. Yeah. It's he true. has taken the human form. Uh, he, I mean, his face is so scrunched up. You could see if he had this face on when he was initially sent up to uh, the founder Ymir, you can see why she made Mr. Deviant Devilman look the way he does. That was already what his yeah. face looked like. She so just worried about other things. And I put right here, he's a, he's officially he take he starts to walk. I put this is a little PMT trip right here. He's officially fighting a ghost of the past as a future man. Whoa. It's past people versus future. Everyone doing all right? We all we all together here? Let's get a head count real right. quick. Oh, I've got a head sticking straight up right now. This scene made me okay. stick all the way up. All right. And it's not just because Frida's pretty attractive. Fucking gross. She is pretty attractive, though. Frida then says, even if you steal the founding titan from me, you can't. And Grisha... You know, interrupts her and says, I know I can't use it. Each of the nine... Seek mouth cave number seven. Yes. Each of the nine has special traits. I have the attack titan, and for ages, the inheritors of the attack titan have never bowed to anyone. The attack titan's history is so cool. Because, like, it and the founding titan, they're like friendly rivals. Yes. That's what's so... It's Like I said, it's like... One is the future, the other is the past, and they're battling in the present. It's like they're fighting for the same thing, but it's kind of like, um, it's like in the sense of the, the Attack Titans, like, yeah, we want the same thing, but I will never bow to you. We're going to do it separately. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I know the reason why, to fight the king's self-righteousness. And holy fuck, when he said this, this is when my balls started tangling like we just said, I love the whole concept of we're in the paths, so just just fasten your seatbelts, okay? We were led by our memories all for this moment, which just shakes me even more. He's saying we've been led by future attack titans to get to this part right here. Sorry, I wasn't listening to you. I was thinking about seatbelts. I think we've passed seatbelts at this point. We need some, like, we're sitting down in a fucking right. loop de loop roller coaster. We've got an over the shoulder harness You're that right. some 17 uh, year old kid comes walking by in between jewel sessions and gives the lightest of tugs on to make sure that we're actually in there, and then we just go. Yeah, and the whole place just reeks. It just oh, smells like sweat. It smells just... so bad. It smells terrible. It smells like puke and sweat. Yeah, the guy in front of you spitting out dip spit on the roller coaster. It's coming back, slapping you in the face. Yeah, it's just a terrible place to be. But we're having a good time. You still have the remnants of the. Uh, you just went down the water slide. Yeah, or what is it called? The river, the the, the raging river. Uh, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, I wanted to clarify if you were talking about the lazy yes. river or the um the real rushing river, rushing rapid river where you're like in the circular thing and it gets splashed up and no, no telling how dirty that water is. We don't know where it's been, which I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I've I've never been riding a rapid river and been like, Oh, is this water dirty? What were we talking about? (laughs) Uh, we were talking. Oh yeah, here we go. We We were were talking about, and I hate to say this because it was my fault because I was thinking about seatbelts. We're talking about the most important part of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm getting into it. Let me get into my, uh, let me get overtaken by my future self. We were led by our memories all for this moment. The attack titan can glimpse into the memories of its future inheritors. It's able to know the future. 
Okay, so we, right there, glimpse into the memories of the future inheritors. It can only get glimpses. That's why it doesn't know everything that's going to happen, but it knows key events, which makes sense. There's been times where Aaron, throughout season four, has almost like seemed like he knew kind of what was going on. Well, he, yeah, it's like he doesn't even just get glimpses into his future inheritors. He's getting glimpses into future himself and himselfers yeah himselfers it was like that one time where he's like when he tells reiner when he fights him in liberio he's like oh i'll see you i'll see you later reiner dude all right you ready to get a little wet racket whoa what was i trying to say oh god fasten your harness slash your are you ready to get a little wacky yeah okay here's a look into ronnie's notes so when I heard this, I said, what does this even mean for Aaron? What is he seeing? We got the scene back when they finished the train or what, and they're riding on the little carts, and he goes, you know, who's going who's going to inherit my Titan? And they all talk about it. Did he not already know? Has he not already seen his future inheritor? But then, you know what I just thought about? As I said, he's seen himself. Yeah. What if he hasn't seen the future inheritor because he's There's the last one. one. Oh my god. I think you just solved the riddle. <laughs> I think you solved the riddle, buddy. And no. I also put in my notes right here. I don't I don't know if this has anything to do with what we just said. I just thought it was super interesting. Say looking it, at, baby. Looking at the first episode, it says to you two thousand years into the future. What if it's really to you 2,000 years in the past. <laughs> not not that episode, but what if yeah. for 2,000 years, the very first Are, attack titan... No, I'm with you. <laughs> Are you telling me that the very last episode of this series is it's, to you in 2,000 years? In the past. In the past? Yes. I am. All right, well... <laughs> We win. That is the last thing we'll ever say in the podcast. We figured it out. No, let's keep talking. All right, about it. We'll I, think, I think we should keep talking. About it. As he says, as Grisha says, it's able to know the future, which I, I, I want to know how much of the future is able to know. Aaron is still giving the meanest mug of the century, while Frida looks like she's shitting herself. And at this moment, I don't know if it's Frida shitting herself or if it's the original king shitting himself. Which is awesome that the king is still in the fight after he's yeah. been dead for so long. And I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm interrupting you, but I've got notes and I don't know where to put them. I don't know where to put my notes. Okay, so can I put yeah. them here? Put them here. Lay it on me. I so also badly wanted to go back in time where we get the famous owl line of saying, save Mikasa and Armin. And then he says, oh, whose memories are those? And then he explains to Grisha that y- another thing in the Attack Titan is you can see the future inheritors. Which that might happen. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. I was we like, might get I, that. I wanted it. I mean, it could happen. That's what I'm but saying. We're in the past. Grisha, Grisha already knows that now. And is, does he know that because the owl told him in the little, um, the little pa- pamphlet of bullet points mm-hmm. that was you're inheriting the attack titan. Here's what you need to know. Or does he just know from his own experience? That's a good I question. And we look at Zeke, and what do we have? We have Zeke Mathagape number eight. He is bamboozled, okay? He's shocked. He thought he did a switcheroo. Well, buddy, you're about to see the switcheroos of all switcheroos. Frida says she did not know that. 
And when I say Frida, I'm really meaning the king. Mm -hmm. So we have the king of all the way back then. The attack titan has been so secretive that it never let anyone but its inheritors know. Never bent the knee. Grisha says, you can't... Wait. Yeah, Grisha says, you can't use the full power of the founder because of the vow renouncing war. And this is where I eat the founder and I end the royal bloodline. The future is already decided. As he goes to stab himself and uh, Frida's family starts running off. You know, the, the whole panic happens and we see the knife drop. Which leads to Zeke Mouthagape number 17. Yes. Frida, about to bite her hand, stops because she sees that Grisha falls to his knees and is crying now. And he goes to kill children. And he's thinking back. You know, he's, he's a doctor. He saves kids' lives. And a father, I would say. And a father. (laughs) He didn't have the killer... Oh, I put right here. He didn't have the killer instinct like Kruger did, who shipped so many kids off to paradise and cut off so many fingers. He was cutting off so many little nubs, it wasn't even funny. Zeke, again. Mouth agape number 23. Can't believe his eyes as the quadruple switcheroo commences. The family is then begging Frida to kill Grisha. Uh, we, I mean, we've got the, all the siblings. We've got Rod. They're yeah. just like, "Oh, kill him now! Don't let him! Don't let him escape!" What are you doing? I love when everyone has to say, and they all take turns saying it. Yeah, that's how things work. Grisha looks like he's officially given up. I mean, he looks so down. He's like, "Just kill me." That's what his face looks right now. He's like, "I don't care if you kill me." When Aaron bends down and says, "What are you doing? Stand up, Dad." And I don't know why, but it just made me, my balls tingle even more right there. Okay, don't know Very why you're making it sexual. It wasn't sexual. Sexual. I didn't say that word good. Speaking his inner Kruger, maybe Kruger even, maybe Kruger even told him, or maybe he told Kruger to say this speech to Grisha originally. Who even knows at this point, but he says, do you remember why you're here? To avenge, to avenge your little sister eaten by dogs. For your comrades, Dinah, Kruger, to avenge them, you keep moving forward. Even if you die, even after you die, aren't you the one who started this story? As Grisha then gets a flash of seeing his little sister, him and her, running outside of the wall. Then that's when he cries, screams, the most terrifying yell, and stabs his hand. Mm. And my God, I don't know how this makes sense right here. If if Grisha bamboozled Zeke this entire time and could see them the entire time, but Aaron told him not to make any faith, don't don't let Zeke know that. This break, is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. Okay, break it down. Possibly Grisha could see them this entire time. Okay. Or, as we see later on, Grisha saw the future memories of Path's Aaron with Zeke and knew that they were there because of the future memories. And in that moment, he was on his knees Aaron gave him, or he saw the glimpse of the future memory of Aaron saying that to him. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? I th- Here's the problem. I know what you mean, but I don't know how you yeah, just said it. Exactly. I think I got to where you wanted me to get to, but also, fuck you. <laughs> so Grisha goes insane, and this is very, this very chilling. This is such an anime moment, but for some reason, it just shook me to my core, him 
like prancing around. A lot of things happening to your body this episode. Oh, is what God, I'm my body. Who knows what's going on in there, man? It's a. A lot of things are shaking, gyrating, moving, dropping, rising. Well, it's not really... dropping. They dropped a long time ago. But PMT, dude, this trip. Whew. But he's yelling at the sky, talking about how could I kill children, and saying he then yells, "I did it, Aaron. I killed the Rice family, all but their father. Are you happy?" Will Eldia really be saved because of this? And this is just very terrifying. I want. I do you think we'll get to see Aaron possibly saying this to him, or? Um, eventually, probably we'll see whatever he's referring to. Maybe I guess. And we also see I, his hand. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm hoping we get a little bit more on it. But maybe he just saw the, like I said, the future memory of Aaron telling him to stand up. At some point after Grisha murders them, Zeke mouthagapes 37 times. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the other thing, the crazy th- well, the crazy part of this is other than maybe some Titans on the way to the wall, how many times, because Grisha's freaking out here, how many times has he even killed as a Titan? Yeah, this could very well be the first time. How many times has he turned into a Titan? Hey, that was my next note. <laughs> Less than five for Less sure. Less than five. And think about that. How many times did Kruger turn into a Titan? I would say less than five as well. Less than five. I mean, that guy he was, was a, procrastinating. He was an officer. Like, yeah, everything. He was on a whole other continent where like, yeah. you couldn't get away from people. Yeah, he would rather cut off fingers in his human form than his Titan form. Ugh. And it's we see, too, in Grisha's hand, he does have the vial. So he took one of the vials. We obviously know he eventually goes, injects Aaron with it. So... I originally thought in the beginning of the show he he somehow got you know after we knew that Kruger it was spinal gave fluid. It to him or something. Kruger gave it to him or he somehow got his own spinal fluid out of his neck okay. and contracted it in there. That's what I thought, but we see that he stole it from the Rice family. Nice. Um he asks, Why won't you show me everything? The wall being destroyed that day. Car is Carla safe? And he goes, was this the only way? And then he just, he's sobbing. It's a very sad, chilling moment. And he goes, you're there, aren't you, Zeke? He tells Zeke, it's over. Aaron will get what he wants. You're not in control anymore, pretty much. He goes, I saw the memories of what comes next, and it's terrible. (laughs) Oh, God, is he meaning what comes next in Aaron's life? That, well, that's the thing is, or is he meaning what comes next? As in, when I go, give this to my son. Yeah. What comes then, or is he meaning what comes? Well, that's just excellent writing <sighs> because they that way, you get both sides of it. Yeah. You Maybe can, he's talking about all of it. You can set up Aaron again for being like, oh shit, what is he gonna do? Or you can set him up for being like, no, I mean, think about everything that's happened. It's all been pretty fucking terrible. So he's not wrong, even if he says mm-hmm. what happens next. Because he only sits, he only sees bits and pieces too. Yeah, and then that's when he looks up to Zeke. He's an unreliable narrator. He really is, and he's a little psycho right now. And I don't blame him. This is probably pretty traumatic. But he looks up to see Zeke, and he says, "Zeke, is that you? I'm sorry. I was a terrible father." And he hugs him while he's crying. And what do we have from Zeke? I mean, his mouth has just been open for the past five minutes. I could have thrown an entire bucket of popcorn into his his mouth at this point. 
he tells him he loves him and he says if only we had more time together which was just such a fucking sad moment man poor zeke dude this this guy really has never had any besides tom for the little time he had with him and then he had to eat him he had to eat the guy that he actually liked right he has just had a no people truly love him it's been pretty rough and then zeke starts to cry and just says father with his mouth yeah mouth of game number 92 and then in that moment grisha whispers into zeke's ear please stop aaron which is just <laughs> my god okay yeah and then what, what happens Let's just then, finish okay. it all, and then we're doing it right, we're right there. We get ten-year-old Aaron, what looks to be a young Aaron, like about ten, mean mugging the camera. He's got one of those looks again. Yeah, he's yelling, and then Zeke, what looks like to me, Zeke being shot out of the memory portal into the paths, back into the sand paths, and we see Aaron doing a T pose in front of the path <laughs> yeah. coordinate. He, you're right. Uh, and it's the quadruple switcheroo. It's people. the quadruple switcheroo. And Aaron, oh, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he shot him out of there. I thought Zeke was in control, but I guess not. So there was also, I don't know if you didn't put in your notes, there was also one other thing that you realized Then we went back and looked that you didn't mention about. Oh, my God. Okay. That was like a really cool connected when, when was that? When did it show? I think kiss? you must have skipped it a little bit because I bet it was when they were still down with the Rice family. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was right after he cries. Okay. It was right after uh, when he says, you started this story, didn't you? And then he stabs his hand with a knife and then shows, you know, obviously him killing the family, but then it shows a glimpse of uh, Aaron kissing Historia's hand, which then makes us to believe that... Him kissing her hand was how he saw all of this future shit. The moment that he saw it. So this, this is the last moment. episode of season three. We went back and looked. And because this was all you, I mean, this was, well, you should not have been this good to remember this. Um, we well, went I've, back, seen this, I've seen this show about seven, <laughs> 70 times right now. We went back and looked. And when he kisses her hand, you know, he, he thinks about down here with his father you don't see anything that would spoil any of this at all no. but as you pointed out it was after that when he saw that we didn't see it but we think that aaron saw it because yeah. after that that's when we get monotone aaron at the sea with the dip in his ankles and he's just like oh if we go across the sea and eliminate and yeah which is crazy because okay grisha in that moment is the founding and the attack so he's kissing Historia's hand. We know when he touches, when Historia's touched him and stuff, he's seen glimpses of the founding Titan. So he's seen moments from Frida. He's seen moments from Grisha. But in that moment, it's like his future memories and the founding both connected, and he saw all of what just happened. Oh, yep. Yep. So, okay. We're done with the recap, right? We're done with the recap. So does Zeke, does he not even have... The founding power. I don't know. I, I I could be see it being a twist where they both kind of have it. Okay. Because he was able to use some of it with like the chain or command Ymir with the chains. Here's the only thing: Ymir is a slave to the royal bloodline. Aaron's got to somehow undo that to where she goes along with him. 
if I that's know. true. If that's true, that could be a lie as well. We don't. Right. There's been so many bamboozling. Yeah, I just I don't see how we get out of the past now because they seem to have set it up, and now they're gonna have to. Yeah, they did all this stuff of oh, Aaron's so intimidating. It was the quadruple switcheroo, but now they have to have it make sense. Because yeah. where I mean, where we're left off here, as a show watcher, I'm just worried. You're worried. Not only because I think bad things are happening, but right now they have opened up so much that it's like, okay, you guys got a lot going, and it's all cool during the ride, but now you got to make it all make sense, and for me to see it and be like, okay. Well, yeah. Because we're dipping our toe into the biggest fear when I've talked about the timey-wimey bullshit path stuff. Everything Which, up to this point has been cool. Oh yeah, I thought all the moments are hitting, but now you got to bring it home. It's been cool in the in the coolest of ways because I didn't expect it to go any of this route whatsoever. I mean, obviously, no one. I don't think anybody expected this, but I wasn't expecting all of this future shenanigan stuff, which actually is really cool to me. I don't know what I was even expecting. the The fact that we got to see all of his like memories of him being a little kid was the coolest part. Because here's the thing. We, all this episode was Grisha's memories. Grisha's on his knees saying, Aaron, why did you not show me everything? Why did you not show me Carla? Why did you not show me the walls? We didn't see Aaron show him anything. All we saw was Aaron perhaps talking to him, telling him stuff. So I don't even know what's going on in Grisha's mind. We're just seeing him outside the body doing stuff, physically doing stuff. God, what if Grisha could see them that entire time, and he had told Grisha, he's like, "Yeah, when you, you're gonna be, you're gonna see us throughout all this, but don't look." He's like, "Don't so, act like." So, and then in that theory, that's fine. Would that be? What is that? Is that a future vision? Zeke's with him every single time. It's not like down in the cave or whatever you want to call that, where Aaron's telling him, "Get up, Dad, fight for." It. Aaron couldn't have told him, "Yeah, hey, I know you can see us, but don't think about it." That would have had to be a future vision. That Grisha saw when uh, Zeke wasn't around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that. It is like when you get into time fuckery, there's always going to be, I think 100% of the time, there's always going to be like a little plot hole in there because it's, you which can't is, really. Yeah. Which and that's is fine. fine. As just long as it makes enough sense. Make enough of it makes sense because this is, we're just. <laughs> We're treading in the area where I remember saying we're going to get to the end and it's because of paths, someone, there's going to be a character that says, oh, I saw how it went down all, the whole time and then this is, I just made it happen or something yeah. like. Which we're, we're kind of already there though. Think about it. Like the attack Titan is a future, we'll say a future ghost. We'll say a few, dude, Aaron could be, Aaron could have been the attack Titan from the beginning, if that makes any sense. If the, if the king is this is the king from whatever many years ago. He could have been the future Attack Titan all along, and he's sending all this shit all the way back there's to an every attack, attack Titan. There's an Attack Titan's will. Yeah, and he like, controls the Attack Titan's will as King Fritz controls the Founding Titan's will. And it's and really this whole story has been the Attack Titan versus the Founding Titan. Yeah. I mean, there's so many... Ugh, it's so wild. Yeah. Uh that's the end of my notes. I don't know what else to say. I I am at a state of I don't know if I've ever been, you know, more excited to see what's coming, but I've also it's been a long time since I've been this worried. And w- okay, what do you have? Do you have any other takes on Ymir herself? 
Because we saw she's got to be a big part. We've seen her twice now in the pads. Um, how okay, but how how is she a big part? Just because the founding power power works through her? Yeah, it's like who you wouldn't they answer the question of why she's enslaved to the royal? You would think that's got to be an answer. I mean, that's why there's got to be so. I feel like there could be so many more episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Are they interested in answering that question, or is the whole the start of the Titans is that just a means to start the story, and that's just they're not interested interested in answering that question as much as telling the story that is in front of them. I don't know. And then we've got we're so deep into this PMT trip that we have got a whole outside world where Z- Aaron's head is in Zeke's hand. And we've... It's just sitting there. Time is still. Oh, man. Just craziness, dude. And I have... I mean, how many more Pads episodes are we going to get? Can our brains handle I can't handle a whole lot more. No. It is just... This trip. This PMT trip. And I think you know that you've said that too many times now, (laughs) don't you? I mean, I might be saying it just to get under your skin. (laughs) Well, and I hate to tell you this, it's not just my skin. It's listeners all over the world's skin that are saying, wow, stop saying that, Chaz. Well, when people tell me to stop saying that, you know what I say? I'll say it because I was born into this world. And do you have anything else to say? Because I don't. it. I think I'm good. I think we did pretty good, guys. Uh, Tell us how good we did in the comments. Don't Um, tell us how bad we did. So, yeah, Everyone, join the Discord if you haven't already. Uh, we've got a fun new thing we're doing. A member of the Discord has started live watch parties um, on Sunday nights. So if that's something that you might be interested, thank you to Jade Like on Discord. He's doing them at 7 p.m. Central Time every Sunday. So okay. hop into the Discord, do that if that's something you might be into. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we give love seeing those. Five stars. Guys, you made it this far. Come on, give it to us. And write a comment. We love to see the comments. <laughs> Tell us we're terrible, but then give us five stars. That is our favorite. When it just Keep it short and simple. Just say really bad podcast, five stars. Yeah. All right. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chad. Zeke just uh, mouth agaped for the 90th, 100th time. Peace. 107th time. I wonder what's a good number. 725 for the 725th time peace peace